Hey everybody! So today I'm going to be going through all of the books that I read in the year 2017. Not all of them, but the ones that were worth mentioning. Um, in 2017, this is when I first started these like goals. Um, I realized I think I had read like maybe like 10 books or something in 2016 and I was like, I love reading. Why don't I read more? And I was kind of frustrated with myself and then I, um, I was like, you know what? I need to read more. And so I made a goal. I was like, I want to read one book a week. I'm going to read 52 books in 52 weeks because I just thought it sounded nice. I read 50 books. So I think to go from reading like 10 books to reading 50 books, I think is pretty impressive. Um, I didn't hit my goal, obviously, but I came surprisingly close. Um, so I, yeah, I mean, I just, um, wanted to dive in and I did a, I did a pretty good job. Um, I believe, so I got married in 2016, so that could also play into the fact that I didn't read a lot of books in 2016 because if you've ever planned a wedding, it's pretty stressful. Um, and so then I know that the very first book on my list, The Nanny Diaries, which I'll talk about, um, I read on my honeymoon. And I think that might be the only one I read on my honeymoon. But I, I have vivid memories of reading these books, even if I don't remember what these books are about, which unfortunately is the case. Um, I have vivid memories of this, and I think it's because this was the first time I, like, actually, like, wrote them down. And um, I remember them, like, sitting on my bedside, like, sitting on my nightstand, like, stuff like that. So um, this is kind of fun. And then, unfortunately, I don't have any more to talk about. I can't go back any further because I didn't record them. So this is the last one in this little series of me going back in time. So I first want to correct something I said in another podcast where I talked about how I started getting into like biographies written or autobiographies that are read on audio as audiobooks by the author. Um, apparently I started that in 2016. I didn't start that or 2017. I mean, I didn't start that in 2018, but I, it was towards the end of the year. So I think that's part of it. Um, but that's a lie too because some of these are at the beginning of the year. So I don't know. So I read a lot of books that were autobiographies and they were read um, by the author. So I listened to them as audiobooks. So the first one was Scrappy Little Nobodies by Anna Kendrick. I actually think this is the only one I actually read. I didn't listen to this one. But um, I didn't like this book. I think I thought it was going to be really exciting because Anna Kendrick was like, you know, the Jennifer Lawrence of the of the time the time um she was pitch perfect and blah, blah blah and everybody loves her and she's really funny and she's really witty and whatever but it was actually kind of boring I think of all these this was actually the most boring um I don't really have anything to say about it other than it was kind of boring and I was happy when it was over um I read Orange is the New Black by Piper Kerman I think I remember this one being interesting and there were some tidbits that aren't in the show or just seeing the differences between her actual book and the show. But this is the book that inspired Orange is the New Black on Netflix. Um, it was definitely worth reading and it was interesting and some of the things she kind of goes into more detail about some of the things and I just thought it was interesting. Um, I read We Are Going to Need More Wine by Gabrielle Union. I listened to this one as an audiobook and this was incredible. Her stories were so good. I am obsessed with Gabrielle Union. She is one of my most favorite people. I don't know why. Um, I just, I think she is gorgeous. I think she does not age. And I just love all the things she stands for, all the things she talks about. Her book was so, so, so good. I highly recommend it if you have not. And I just, I could listen to her talk all day. So listening to it as an audiobook was so good. Um, I even made my husband listen to some of it. 
and he was like, uh, I don't, I, I can't listen to people talk, but then she was talking and he's like, okay, I can, I can do this. So, um, it was, it was incredible. I loved it. I also, <laughs> these I don't really remember. I listened to The Day I Shot Cupid by Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think this is her talking about her, like, relationship she's had or something. It was very short. Um, she was talking about, like, the situation where her middle name is Love, and so, like, it's, like, kind of a curse. I don't know if her middle name is, like, actually Love, like, on her birth certificate, or if that was a, I don't, I'm not really sure, but, um, I have a love-hate relationship with Jennifer Love Hewitt. I, I really like her, but then sometimes, like, things I hear about her or things I read about her, and, like, this book included, I'm kind of like, are you just a big dummy? I don't really know. But actually, um, I'm going to have to look this up um, and see if this pops up. She is the girl who's in the client list which I think was an excellent show I really liked it and there was only two seasons and that was super super disappointing but she um was in the client list and she um was dating in the client list um her like yeah okay so she's still married to him I think she was dating um Brian Hallisey who was her, like, husband on the client list. And they're married in real life. And they have, like, three kids or something. So that's great for her. But I just think I remember, like, not loving the book because I was like, well, why, why do you keep dating these dummies? Like, what, what, are, you, what are you doing? I don't know. It was just kind of weird. So I didn't love that one. And then I read Melissa Explains It All by Melissa Joan Hart. I listened to that one as an audiobook, and I also listened to the Jennifer Love Hewitt one as an audiobook, and I I cannot remember one single thing from the Melissa Joan Hart book, so I don't know. I also listened to I Don't Know Where You Know Me From by Judy Greer. Judy Greer is the person who's in, like, everything. She's, like, the BFF in um, 13 Going on 30. She's in everything, everything. And she's kind of, like, this, like, you know, little, like, understudy, like, you don't really pay attention to her, but then you're, like, oh, my God, I've seen her. Like, why do I know her? Because she's in everything. Um, but she's always, like, the best friend or the second in command or, like, whatever. She's, like, always kind of, like, the wallflower in the movie. But she's so funny. I remember the book being funny, but I don't remember anything else from it. But I thought it was interesting to learn a little bit more about her because she's funny and she's in everything. Um, and then the last one in this category is Talking As Fast As I Can by Lauren Graham. I was so excited when this came out because it's like from Gilmore Girls to Gilmore Girls and everything in between. So it's like from the early days of Gilmore Girls and then from Gilmore Girls A Year in the Life. So I was really excited to read this. So um, this is what you want a biography to be. She talks in depth about things that happened on the scene behind the scenes and just her life and like whatever and it was so so good I loved it so much I read it as a book and then I found out it was an audiobook and then I listened to it as an audiobook because I wanted to hear her talk and it was just as good the second time around listening to her talk and it, it really supports my theory that the books are better when they're read out loud by the author so just a pro tip so I have that to compare like the actual book and the audiobook and the audiobook was definitely better um so I really really loved that one as well um I read most of the Pretty Little Liars series by Sarah Shepard that was something that kind of trickled on maybe for the next year or two that I was finishing up the series but I knew I wanted to read through the whole series because I had books that I hadn't read like towards the end of the series and I was like I just need to finish this and be done with it and those are books that I could reread over and over but 
Um, again, when we were moving, I was like, okay, like, I'm going to get rid of these because there's, like, 20 books and they just take up a lot of space and whatever. So, I'm kind of sad I got rid of them because I could definitely see going back and reading them again. But I guess that's what the library's for, you know? Um, I also read, this is when I read Z by Therese Ann Fowler and I loved this book. I can't remember if this is, like, fiction or nonfiction. Um, I really can't remember, but I really liked it, whichever it was. It was, like, I think it was told from like Zelda Fitzgerald's point of view or something. I'm not sure. I also listened as an audiobook to Norse Mythology by Neil Gaiman. I love, I've mentioned this before, I love Greek mythology. Norse mythology, North, Norse, Norse, Norse mythology kind of fits into there as well. Um, it is definitely um, along the same kind of veins and stuff. But Norse mythology is like Thor and Loki and like those kind of things. And it was pretty interesting. I don't know. I like Avengers movies. I like Thor. I like gods. I like whatever. So this all kind of fit together. And I thought it was kind of interesting. It's basically like origin stories or like backstories kind of about like the different gods and whatever. Um, it was kind of nerdy, but I don't know. I kind of liked it. Um, and then I read Into the Water. Well, I listened to this one as an audiobook. I Into the Water by Paula Hawkins. This was so interesting and I I feel like this should be turned into a show if it hasn't already been turned into a show it's like told from like all these different points of views and you're like you're trying to figure out what's going on and it was like I remember it being like super twisty and turny and whatever um I don't really remember what happens but I think I remember really liking it and it kind of had like some spooky vibes so it was a little bit like eh. but um I remember I'm pretty sure I remember really really loving it I'm gonna talk about some books I did not love for a minute um I I'm not 100% sure that I didn't love this book, but for some reason it's seeming like I didn't like it. A Dog's Purpose by W. Bruce Cameron. I remember there was all this controversy, and I was in the center of it, um, about the dogs when they were filming the movie, about they were, like, throwing them in the water and, like, forcing them to basically, like, drown for the shot and stuff. Um, my husband, ever the little thinker that he is, was like, you need to, like, look further. You need to do some research. And so, like, I did some research on it. And, um, apparently, like, all of the proper people were, like, on set that day. And, like, um, it was, like, handled the way that it was supposed to be handled or something. It, it didn't sit well with me. And it made me a little bit uncomfortable. But, like, when you're working with trained dogs, apparently they were doing all the things right. And it wasn't, like, they weren't misharm misharming the dogs in any way and things like that. Because originally I was really excited to see the movie. And then I saw that that came out, like, right before the movie or, like, something and I was really disappointed and I was really upset but I did end up seeing the movie and I actually really really liked the movie um but the book I felt like just kind of drug on and it was just a little bit long and it was kind of boring and I think all of those kind of books are those books that are told from like a dog's point of view it's like it's cute but it's like come on like I don't I don't I don't need to read from a dog's point of view I'm an adult so I didn't really love that. Um, Something in Between by Melissa De La Cruz. I also have a love-hate relationship with this one. This one I feel like touched on really great points. Um, this girl found out um, when she was applying for colleges that her family was in America illegally. And she was undocumented and she had always um had to be careful her parents always were really strict she couldn't be out super late they wanted her to be very careful when she was driving and things like that and she realizes it's because they didn't want her to get pulled over they didn't want you know her to ever be arrested or blah 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 or whatever and um she ends up dating this politician's son or something and so it's kind of like a conflict of interest 
and I don't really remember, but I just remember it seemed very like immature, like some of her behaviors and like their relationship didn't seem, I don't know. I just didn't like it. And it was very, very long, but Melissa De La Cruz, I believe her family was, were immigrants. Um, and she came, I think, I want to say like she was undocumented or something before she got married. There's something about that. Um, and I feel like it did a very, very good job. I learned so, so much about, um, undocumented immigrants that come over and just like the reasons why people come over and the reason, the, all the hoops that they have to jump through. It's, it is insane. The hoops that people have to jump through to become a citizen in the United States. And they have to take these tests and things that I couldn't pass. And I have lived in the United States my entire life. Um, they just, they make them jump through incredible hoops and I don't think that it's fair and I'm not for it. And, um, I mean, obviously I feel like, you know, it's important to make sure that we have proper documentation of the people that live here, but I feel like they should be able to walk in and we should give them the paperwork and let them fill it out. And that should be that. And I don't feel like they should have to jump through hoops to live here. Um, I just don't. And um, so I feel like it was very eye-opening and it was very, it was like very, um, I learned a lot from that book, but it was very long. There were boring parts. I think that the relationship was a little bit immature and so I struggled with that. Um, the girl was kind of immature and I struggled with that, but it was definitely interesting and I definitely liked the fact that Melissa De La Cruz could relate. Um, and I actually love Melissa De, Melissa De, oh my God, Melissa De La Cruz. Um, she is the person who wrote the Descendants books, which I think is super fun. But before that, she wrote the Au Pair series. It's like skinny dipping, hot, hot heat or something like that. Like I used to love the fuck out of those books when I was younger. So I just thought I was like so scandalous, like reading about these like girls that like, you know, just are like so bad. But, um, it's funny that I'm a nanny now because those books are about au pairs, but, um, I really love Melissa De La Cruz, but this one just wasn't my favorite that she's written. Um, I read Beneath the Glitter by Elle and Blair Fowler. They are, so Elle and Blair are two girls on YouTube. They were like YouTube royalty back in the day, I think. Like they were like the first like big like YouTubers or something. Um, I think I completely missed the boat on Elle, but Blair was still doing like book reviews and things like that. She's the one that recommended the Red Queen series actually by Victoria Averd. That's where I got that from. Um, so she used to do like book reviews. I don't know if they're still on YouTube. I don't know anything about them. I don't even think I was really that deep in their like following, but I saw that they had written a book and so I was like, oh, Beneath the Glitter, that sounds fun. And it was so superficial and stupid. And there was a second book and I was like, how did they make another one? It was so bad. It was so bad. Um, it was awful. The next book is The Nest by Cynthia Dupree. I don't remember anything about this book. I think that there were four siblings and they were like battling for like fortune, their family's estate or something. I don't know. I just remember I hate hated that book um but I couldn't tell you what it's about and now for some just like standalone books that I liked um as I mentioned in the beginning The Nanny Diaries by Emma McLaughlin I don't know why I waited so long to read this I used to not like Scarlett Johansson very much and now I you know kind of don't know how I feel about her anymore given the <laughs> roles and things she takes but I used to hate Scarlett Johansson and so I knew that she was in that movie and so I was like Psh. I was like I don't ever I don't want to watch this um, 
but then I finally was like, you know what? Like, I'm a nanny. I need to read this. And it was actually pretty good. Um, it was for, like, a, a much ritzier family. So the situations were a lot different than my situations. But it was very relatable. And just <sighs> something that no one but a nanny understands is, like, the relationship that you have with the children. Like, it, it this had similar vibes to um, what such a fun age wow what's that I don't know who that Kylie Reed I think is the author of that um I just read that one recently that was with the um black girl who worked for a white family blah blah blah, all that stuff it's very similar and the way that they both end when they have to leave the kids is heartbreaking because it's like these are your children like they're not yours you didn't birth them they are not your actual children but like the bond that you have with them is like they are yours too. Like you love them just as much. And it's so, it's so hard and it's so difficult. And so there were a lot of things that I could relate to, um, as an Annie and things like that. And I'm pretty sure there were also like emails and things. And so it was broken up like kind of fun. And so I remember I was on the beach in Turks and Caicos reading this book. And so because of that alone, I have fond memories of this book because you just can't be unhappy about a book you're reading on the beach in Turks and Caicos. Um, and then I watched the movie with Scarlett Johansson and I actually really loved the movie. I think she did a really good job. So that was good. Um, a lot of these actually are books that turn into movies, so bear with me. Um, Big Little Lies, or TV shows, um, Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty um, was incredible. I think it's her best book um, by far. Um, good enough that Reese Witherspoon turned it into a TV show, which was also good. Um, the second season was not as good as the first. I don't know if there's going to be another season, but um, it was super, super good. Um, it made me appreciate Nicole Kidman, who I also didn't used to like, but now I really like her. Um, Alexander Skarsgård was in it, and we love him. Um, Zoe Kravitz was in it. We love her. Shailene Woodley, we love her. Just a great cast all around. We love it. Um, the book was really, really good. I remember I was, like, on the edge of my seat the whole time. It was – I was shook. It was so good. Um, if I Fall by Lauren R. Oliver, which was also turned into a movie. The movie was great. It has, um, I think Zoe Deschanel, no, not Zoe Deschanel. Um, somebody Chanel, somebody Chanel. What is her name? I'm going to look it up. But, um, it is basically one of those like time repeats over and over kind of thing. Um, you can hear my typing. I'm really sorry. Um, it is like this girl and like, there's like this accident and um oh wait it's not if I fall it's before I fall I just wrote it down wrong please forgive me oh Zoe Dutch um I wouldn't want to call her Zoe Dutch now so it's like time repeats over and over again and she has to relive like the same day over and over and over again and it's it's so good it's like a thick ass book and I was like what the fuck is like but it was it was so good I read it so fast it was so quick the movie was so so good I really liked the movie too I actually kind of want to rewatch it because I remember really liking it so um amazing really liked it I read Anna and the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins there are three books there's like Anna and the French Kiss there's Isla and the Happily Ever After and then there's somebody else there's like three girls um and these books are connected but they're not like you know book one, book two, book three kind of thing. They just are all kind of interconnected. Um, I heard about this because Kathleen Lights, if you're an OG, um, she had a nail polish um, line called Kale Polish. She now has a line called Lights Lacquer because she had a feud with the investors of Kale Polish. If you didn't know, now you know, that's the tea. Um, 
So she had a nail polish line called Kale Polish, and one of her polishes was St. Clair, and it was this really pretty sky blue color, and I wear it constantly. It's like the blue I wear constantly, and people are always like, where can I get this? And I'm like, Kale Polish, baby, but I'm pretty sure they don't sell it anymore. Um, But she, it's called St. Clair, and she said she named it after a character in Anne and the French Kiss, and I am a sucker for young adult books, and I am a sucker for youtubers telling me to go read their favorite books so I went and read it loved it it was so good I could not tell you anything that it's about because I read it so long ago and I had planned to read the other two books right after it and that didn't happen so I think my plan is hopefully soon but you know you just create so many stacks of books that you're going to read and you can't read them all at once so um, hopefully soon I'm going to actually go back and reread this and then I'll give you a better review on it and I'll read the other ones and I'll give you reviews on those as well. But I do know that this is like a cult classic, like a lot of people like this. So you should check it out. Um, I read Salem Falls by Jodi Picoult. I am a Jodi Picoult bitch. I love all of her books. Um, there was another one on here that I didn't mention. It was Small Great Things and that was kind of like a race book. Um, which I feel like they did a good job. I listened to it as an audiobook, and Cassandra Campbell, who is my bitch, she is my favorite person to listen to audiobooks. She, I, something about her voice does something to me, but I actually didn't like that book very much, but, um, it was okay. Um, I obviously like the messages and things that they are trying to portray, but it was something about a guy that was in the KKK and something about, uh, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Um, I, I remember it was... It was, I don't know. It was just okay. It wasn't my favorite. Um, but it talked about important things. So, you know, what you need to do what you need to do. Um, but I love Jodi Picoult's books. Um, the Pact, great. 19 Minutes, fantastic. 19 Minutes is my favorite. I absolutely love that book. That is about a school shooter. So fucking good. Um, it's like saying all the things that can happen in 19 minutes. It's so good. Um, anyway, so... Salem Falls by Jodi Picoult. I've actually read before, but I reread it because I didn't remember what it was. Shocker. Didn't remember what it was about. Um, it is about, it's basically like the Salem Witch Charles in modern times. It is this, there's this like kind of hot teacher and this girl says that she was raped by him and the whole town is up in arms and that's basically what it's about and it's really fucking good. And then it's like, it's so good. Um, definitely recommend it. I read Harry Potter and the Cursed Child by J.K. Rowling. I think this was my first time reading Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I think I put it off for a while and then I finally read it and, uh, a lot of people didn't like it, but I did. Um, I didn't have a problem with it. I didn't think anything was weird about it. I didn't think, the only thing I think is weird is the fact that he has to name his children fucking Albus, Severus, Scorpius, Snakeus, blah, 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 16,000 names. Um, but I didn't mind it. It was not exactly fun to read because it was a screenplay and it wasn't a book. But um, it was it was fine. I had no problems with it. Um, I liked it. And I plan on probably rereading it after I get through the rest of the Harry Potter books this year. So, or next year because, you know, that might be how it happens. Um, don't ask me what it was about because I don't remember. <laughs> um, two by Two by Nicholas Sparks. I think I remember liking this book. Um, I listened to it as an audiobook, and I think I liked the guy who was the... I actually think the guy who did the, the narration for this book is actually the same guy who did the KKK guy in Small Great Things, so that was a little bit of a mindfuck. Because um, he's like the sweet dad in this book, and then in the other book he is a KKK member. Um, I, don't, I don't know how you get into character, but whatever. So... 
this book, I'm pretty sure this book is like this guy and his wife get divorced and I think she kind of leaves and he is like trying to navigate being a dad by himself and it's really cute. I really liked it. Um, I think it was like a really sweet book. I don't remember that much about it. Um, more books I don't remember much about are Once and for All by Sarah Dessen. I'm pretty sure this is probably, well, that's a lie. Truth About Forever is my favorite Sarah Dessen book. But I think this is maybe my second favorite. It's something about, like, this girl's helping with a wedding and something about a really, I don't know. I don't know. It was good. You should read it. I can't tell you what it's about. I just, it it was good. Okay? Okay. Um, and I also read Someone Else's Summer by Rachel Bateman. And I also don't remember what this was about. But I'm pretty sure something about, like, her friend dies or her sister dies or somebody dies. And she has, like, a to-do list for summer. And so she just goes through and does all the things and has a good summer and whatever and I remember this being really cute as well I read these like back to back once and for all and then someone else's summer so they almost kind of blend in my head and I couldn't tell you which is which and whatever but I remember liking both of them um I read The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood this is when I was on my Margaret Atwood kick um I also read like some other things for class like my literature classes and whatever but I don't know nothing worth mentioning I read Of Mice and Men which I really really like um I think my sister was maybe reading that in school, and so I read that for her, with her, or for her. I'm not really sure, but Of Mice and Men is super short, but it's it's a great book. I own it um, in, like, a super cute, like, leather, leather-bound, gold-paged, like, illustrated copy. It's great. Um, I think Of Mice and Men is really good. But anyway, so I read The Handmaid's Tale, and it's so short. It's so short. It just, like, ends abruptly, and you're like, what the fuck? Um, so the show just had to, like, keep embellishing because they were like well what happens after that um it is literally almost word for word the same as the show so the show did a really good job and I mean the book's really good if you've seen the show I don't know that you'll want to go back and rewatch it or reread it because it's like the same but if you haven't seen the show yet maybe read the book real quick and then watch the show but if you're gonna watch the show don't be one of those women that is like oh I don't like feminism I don't blah 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 I don't I don't you're not allowed to watch The Handmaid's Tale if you're anti-feminism. Okay? Okay. Thanks. Feminist. Feminist movement. Whatever. I don't... You know what I'm trying to say. You're not allowed to like the show if you vote for Donald Trump. Okay? See you in Gilead. Um, and then the last one that was near and dear to my mother fucking heart is Love and Other Possible Pursuits by Ayeli Waldman. Um... I stumbled upon this movie, and it's not called this on the movie. It is called The Other Woman. Um, I don't know why it's a different name. I guess because love and other possible pursuits doesn't sound as good. I don't know. Um, but it is with Natalie Portman, and Natalie Portman is, like, maybe my number one behind, like, I don't know. She, my number one fluctuates, but I fucking love Natalie Portman. And my husband kept telling me, don't watch this movie. You are not going to, like, don't watch it. Like, it's going to make you upset and, like, whatever. But I watched it. And it is about this girl who, I, I can't even tell you what happens because I don't want to ruin it, okay? But there's stuff about having a baby and there's stuff about being the other woman and there's stuff about children and, like, whatever. And um it's really fucking good and it made me cry and it made me really emotional and I found out it was a book after I watched it and I got the book and the book was just just as good um I really like she has I think she's like a stepson or something and so I really like the way that they talk she talks to him she talks to him like he's an adult she's like 
what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't, I don't think she actually says that, but, um, I just really liked that their like little banter or whatever, but I just, the movie was great and the book was great. I really, really loved the book and I really, really loved the movie. So definitely recommend if you haven't seen slash read that book. So those are all the books that I read in 2017. Um, so yeah, we are now all caught up on all the books that I've written down and read and whatever. I mean, obviously there are some that I kind of left out because it's like whatever. I think I read like, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret or something. You know, just feeling nostalgic. Just wanted to uh, reread it. It's whatever. Um, but yeah, so those are all the books that I read. And um, I'm not going to be able to keep going back in time. So hopefully... My future recommendations are good, but um, I'm sure I will at some point go back through some of these books and reread them, especially like Anna and the French Kiss and things like that because I have a goldfish brain or if you listen to my Brain Candy tribute podcast, um, I don't have a goldfish brain. I don't know what kind of fish I have brain, but I don't remember things and that's why I can reread things because I forget what happens and so I can reread it and be just as surprised as the first time I read it. Um, I'm sorry that not everyone else can do that, but it's a gift. What can I say? So until next time, ciao.